sorry. But um Hello. Yeah, like you I'd in the past you wouldn't text. I'd make myself busy until you text me. I've lost my voice, by the way. So <laughs> if you hear a frog, <laughs> what do you know? We're always hearing frogs. It's fine. I think you sounded like a frog. Hearing frogs. <laughs> frogs. Do you know what? I've had like the. Do you remember in secondary school when we first started? Yeah. Like year seven to probably eight, I had like the highest pitched voice. And in year nine, something happened. And my voice literally your, broke. Your voice broke. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, like that's what's happened. Not, not now, but I remember I had a really high pitched voice. Like primary school. Was it like being in a Catholic girls' school that completely just like? I don't know, but I just remember <laughs> my voice broke and I had like a deep voice for a little girl. <laughs> and I've always been told by boys, guys, that you sound like a man. I've got a, <laughs> not even like husky voice because husky voice is supposed to be sexy, but I've got a deep voice. Seriously, oh, man, that's so rude. Yeah, one <laughs> guy actually I dated, he was called told me I sound like a man. See, yeah. But he still liked me, loved me. <laughs> <laughs> so he loved you, although even though you sound like a man. Maybe he had a few from men. Was he on the little men? Yeah, like little men. But yeah, but yeah, I find that strange. Like, did any did other girls voice break during that like, puberty? Was it just? Me? I feel like my voice didn't break, but my pronunciation got better. Okay, that's good. No, it's like, like when, I, when I was at school, like I think I feel like and up until like um Actually, that's actually true. <laughs> you went through your fabulous stage where you were like getting fabulous. I was getting fabulous. Who's not sharing? Jasmine. Jasmine has to share. Not her not sharing. She's not sharing. She's not me, really. she. She's not sharing. Jasmine, you have to share. She's not sharing, just go ask her so you can Oh no, she is sharing. She was just holding it, Soraya. See, I should put you. Say thank you. I did, but then, you know, even when I was going to my ghetto fabulous stage, I remember, like, I used to, like, send messages, like, Wagwan, what's going down? And then no, I'd be like, oh, no, no, I couldn't send that. Like, in my head, I was like, no, that doesn't sound like me. So I'd be like, hi, what are you doing? Are you free later? <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that Wagwan face thing. And also, do you know what? The one that bothers me the most is, um, oh, what is it? I remember I had like a, a, a Jamaican boyfriend and he asked me to wear a red fong, 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 and I broke up with him and I was like, I can't wear fong, those things get lost up there, Jesus Christ. Like, Why did he ask you to wear a red fong? I don't know, I think he thought that I was ready for something, but clearly it was not. Like. Jamaican boyfriend. The one that don't get is, um, uh, what's good? I never, I never got that. But I feel like when, especially when like, I was how do you respond younger, to that? there was loads of like Americanisms that like sort of trickle down into London life and like what's good is like but there's just some things like I didn't know how to respond to like Wagwan what do I say like but Wagwan means what's going on so I'd be like do you know what happened yeah but I'm not going to be like tell my whole like weekend and actually when when a guy back in the day would say like Wagwan he just wanted like a one word answer like nothing like nothing do you remember those conversations back in the day when you liked a boy or you were seeing each other and be like hi hi What's up? What are you up to? Nothing. What do you want to do? Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Did you end up doing whatever he wanted to do between us? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
The thing is, I didn't even talk to boys until I was like 17. Lies. No, it's true. I, like, I think no one was interested in me at all. Like, as in like, at all. Until I bloomed. 17. It was really sixth form. Like, we, sixth form. Yeah, I, I lost my uniform. No, that was, that was all of us. Yeah. I didn't talk to no guys until we went to sixth form. That's when I found myself. That's when I found myself. That's when I like started exploring uh, fashion-wise and like my identity, I guess. But um, do you remember in secondary school, there were people went through that phase of uh, was it black shirt? Black shirt online, and it was like ASL AIDS sexual. Yeah. Oh my god! And like people were like, I remember I was like, I was pre Tinder. <laughs> what was my my name was like um dark and dark and lovely or something dark and lovely. And then I remember like one time there was this really horrible girl. Like, I won't say her name. But I won't say her name. She was like, my Um, uh. she was like. <laughs> Guess what Cindy's name is on Black Chat? Dark and lovely, yeah? And then everyone was like, <laughs> and I was like funny. Because obviously I wasn't really that lovely, although I was dark, clearly. But, um, you were lovely. I know. I was, once I finished um, school and left my uniform. <laughs> yeah. Pounds. No, we, um... <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say definitely yeah. 60... Well, basically when we left school. Um, but even then I was still... <coughs> The thing is, I feel like the life is really different. Like, the world we live in is so different now than it was then. So even, like, dating, are, like, kids, like... Because I was, I was, we were really, like, awkward and, like, weird. Yeah. And, but, like, so children now are exposed to so much that, like, it's a very different experience. Like, for instance, back in our day, when we were dating, <laughs> we didn't have that social media like we have now or instant messaging. Like, we had MSN. That's like you had to wait until you got home yeah. to start communicating. Whereas now it's like I feel teenage young relationships mm. are so intense. You talk to each other every second, every moment. They're literally in your palm. Like, but it's the same with like friendships. When we were younger, like we, although I loved my friends, you could go home and escape from them, right? Yeah, like, you had like a switch off period or like time to like like have headspace. Like one thing I I, I realized the other day actually like through my like journey of mindfulness is I don't um switch off yeah switch off and I don't um fantasize as much as I used to back in the day like I don't have time to fantasize but then like, is that just like being a parent no like we have 24 hours in a day okay like even when I'm in a shower <laughs> shower or sitting on the toilet doing a poo or we you're not fantasising I'm not fantasising because I'm on my phone like it's oh, that time <coughs> like we don't like our minds on like our minds are on like 100 so we're like when we're not on our phone or we're not you know social media or whatnot we're thinking about we're thinking about other things that we need to do or that's happened that we need to sort out but it's so weird child. because like you, you, it's the amount of time that someone can spend on something like Instagram or um, Facebook so or, bad maybe not Facebook but like <laughs> those, those websites like like I think my friend said that she spent what was it 80 hours it's so bad But and I remember thinking that that's a lot it's a lot like it's, it's so bad like you intend to go on it for like 10 minutes like oh I'll just like like, it happened to me the other day, the beginning of this week. I am... Um, because I haven't been on Instagram, actually, for a while. Like, not as much as I have been. Because before, I used to be, like... <laughs> yeah, seriously. I used to be on every day. Like, I'd at least post every day or whatnot. 
I went on, I was like, oh, let me just catch up on some stuff and like see what everyone else is doing. 10 minutes, I said to myself, you know, I was on all night till 2 a.m. I've been on like, I'm, I come home, put Jasmine to bed and thought, you know, I'm going to have a second away just to see what, what's up in the world, blah, blah, blah. And then you, and it's like 9 p.m. And then you go to bed at like, you know, maybe one in the morning just because you've been on Instagram and looking on Pinterest. Oh, and it's like looking at projects that you can't even do, like. Yes, you can, Cindy. Yes, you can, like. Fist pumps. And like, but like, I keep thinking I'm going to upcycle stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, I buy you these things. But I buy these things upcycle and then I just don't end up doing any of it. I was like, yeah, I don't fantasize as much as I used to. Like, and when I say fantasize, it's not sexual fantasies. That <laughs> including that as well. So that's more saying about you because I wasn't even thinking about like. <laughs> no, Cindy, I saw you. The you like to find of your sex life, Fortuna. But um, I like when I was younger. One thing I used to do. And it, and it kind of like morphs into like um, law of attraction. Like the more you think about something, and the more your focus is on that something, the more you attract it into your life. Yeah. And so when I was younger, I used to fantasize. Don't laugh at me. I used to fantasize. Like a short mixed race man, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> Because that's all you've got. <laughs> 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 I mean, you first of all, he's not even short. <laughs> but yeah, when I was younger, I used to... <laughs> I can't laugh when this is gone. <laughs> I just realised that could be seen as quite underhand. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright, thanks. Um, I used to fantasise about different scenarios in my life, i.e. men. <laughs> And like um, situations, or like my future life, or yeah. like just replay in my head, or like my future. And um, like a lot of it, some of the majority of it used to come true because I was just so like fixated on it, i.e., the men, guys. <laughs> like I had this specific. I love the way that you had to like quote unquote the men, the men, the guys. Like my like, friends in school, like oh, I saw someone, I was like, oh, like. I fancy him. Like, I'll be so obsessed with him. Okay, no, the stalker is central. Like, obsessed in a way where I, I just think about him all the time and I picture scenarios in my head. I think it's like, that, that, that's, that's the thing. Whereas now I don't have time for no, it. No, you don't have time, but don't you think that, like, the way that we used to fantasize about men back in the day, I don't think kids fantasize in quite that way now. No, theirs is like I think their erotic. fantasies are like completely. Because of. <laughs> it's my level of fantasy. A lot of my stuff is already really innocent. Like, um, I'd be like, oh, he's <laughs> walking really down the park. Fancy this guy, I really want to hold his hands and, like, you know. Or he's taking me for breakfast in, I don't know, it's <laughs> stretch. But yeah. Or McDonald's. McDonald's, like, <laughs> <Nando's>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, just small things like that, like, or like things you want to do in life like your future you fantasise like in depth as well not just like a couple of like what it looks like yeah. what it smells like, like. visualisation Visualis- yeah it's actually visualisation whereas now I struggle to even find a time to like visualise or like but do you dream you know like, do I don't you, remember my dreams I wake up and it's gone back in the day like, I remember like you'd have, the, you'd have those dreams and you'd be like oh my god and like yeah. cloud nine afterwards because you'd be like you know like, I'm going to be so successful I'm going to have so much money Jesus or you can wake Christ. up angry at the person who was angry at the dream like you hurt me <laughs> yeah but that's what I, I really want to get back into like instead of I'd rather do that than be on my phone because <laughs> I feel like I'll get more stuff done <laughs> well, that's, I feel like that's a problem it's like even this whole FOMO thing I th- FOMO exists but it's not even the fear of missing out it's like 
people idolize, like you look on Instagram and someone's got a really amazing house yeah. and then you're like, oh my God, you, you know, fantasize this other people's yeah. reality or dreams. And, and the thing is like, we're so aware that like, even like your reality on social media, clearly like, even for me, like it's a hyper reality. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not wrong because like, yeah. if you had cameras following you every day, they're being in the toilet. You know, in the bed, like in the marital space. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and we don't not... share everything that's going on in no. our lives. Understand? You're just you're seeing the, your visual representation and the happy times. Yeah. Like, and you're not necessarily seeing the other aspects or you know, the sad times or. Yes, sometimes some people might be like, yeah, But that's the thing, yeah. it's like the impact of relationships. So like years and years ago, like if I text like my ex and he didn't reply for like maybe like forty minutes or something, I wouldn't think about it. Whereas like now, if I like text my partner, I'd go on Instagram. He's, yeah. he's a dinosaur, he's on Instagram now. I go on Facebook I go on Facebook and I'd be like Oh, so he's like, you know, I, I went through that phase doing this instead of like replying to what I've been asking him to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like that, that was that, that's one reason I hate social media because it obviously, like, you said in the past. <laughs> so, have you dabbled into Tinder? Do you know, I, I mean, obviously, I, I tried to dabble into Tinder and um, I just didn't get it. And I just got really weird messages. Like, some people got on Tinder and they're really successful, and that was like when I was obviously single but um, I just get pictures of like really unsavoury men, men <laughs> yeah. and then you get like really weird messages like no and and also my matches were just really unattractive or they were like five six so it was just yeah, like yeah yeah I, I compromise my values where <laughs> men had to put their heights heights yeah I like you know when you've like because clearly I wasn't in the dating scene world for about six years yeah but then like when I went on it like what I noticed was men like part of the description was putting their height because it's important yeah yeah, but when I think but when you're actually, a woman really, who's about four foot, that's really everyone's rude, taller like, than you. When I when I when I was on Tinder, I didn't go, oh, I'm a like thirty two D or whatever or a yeah. D or an A. Like I so feel I feel like is. there's women are quite militant when it comes to height. They are. I think it's like a bit unnecessary when like you're four foot. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like no, but, but like majority just, of us women aren't that tall. But you shouldn't. Like, but you shouldn't have to compromise your values. Like I like not values. Okay, the guys not, five I ten. I wouldn't it's say okay. values. I wouldn't say, but I think like if you want something, you have to ask for it or go and get it. Like I think that like. But don't don't like don't. I think it is a shame basically that brush we off base, a guy just we because he's too based on around physicality. I, too intellectual. Like. <laughs> no, I do agree with that because I think I was that person where I'd meet like like really lovely guys and I'd be like you're not quite the height I need to be quite not 6'4 who is 6'4 no one who wants a 6'4 guy I do and I have one they're so tall but the thing is they make you look like a child make you look like a child Cindy I'm taller than you no you're really not I really am stand up See, I'm at you. What the hell? Jesus Christ! I can see over I, your head. No, you can, I can see over your head. Do you know what it is? It's your plaits, Luna. You've got you've got really high. Um, oh, 
sitting here trying to. You got those really, really yeah. big days. I told you. Like, I was Remember when that girl I'm missing, I'm not going to say her name for our school. So and they said she bad. had dreaded locks and she had braids. And everyone was like, oh. her braids were really old. You're talking about like, that was pretty rude. But no, I think it's really horrible that, like, in nowadays, like, we talk about self love and, like, like loving yourself. But we do reduce everyone to physicality. Like, yeah. when, I, when, I, when I was looking for a partner, I was like, I wanted something that's <laughs> looking for a partner. No, but I was so weird how everyone goes. And when I, and when I will be in the future, if I have to, I will be looking for someone over 5'11. And that would be my prerequisite. But you're like, what are you? 5'4. Five, 5'4 four. Five, four and a half. Two. So you could get with someone who's 5'6 and not be happy. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What? Because he's five six. He's gonna make you unhappy. I just think it's just. What if he's like amazing? He rubs your toast just the way you like it. He cooks. He cleans. He earns like a hundred k. The money thing doesn't matter. Plus, I've got my own money. But like, I'm not gonna let just anyone rub my toes. So anyone that's five six will not be rubbing on these like my special feet. My skanky. But he's still taller than you. It's. I don't know. I just think it's just the rules of attraction. But then to be honest, like. Mom, that yeah. makes me look false, like makes me look so so stupid, right? Because I can meet someone. Mom, that, yeah, yeah, that's like half like, yeah. What? That's fabulous. You broke it. Because I used to be a bit like that, not with height though. I don't care about height. I'm like shorter than majority of people. You in are this indeed, world. Tuna. But I'm taller than you. <laughs> um, but, um, You're not. I um, I am actually taller than her. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, like there's a particular. Physique. Actually, no, there wasn't. Actually, when I look back at all my exes, they're also different. I don't think I have a type. Well, actually, no, I do have a type. They all have to have long eyelashes. There. Yeah, literally. Like that's the only commonality that they all had. They had long eyelashes. And what did that do for you? That's because I don't have any eyelashes, so I need so someone to make up like, for me. Were you just like, oh my god, I really hope that like they just transfer some of that length into my. Oh my god, that sounds really horrible. No, I don't know. This really sounds bad, but I was like, I always wanted my child to have eyelashes. <laughs> but then I think if you don't have it, then you yeah. And now you've got. And now you she's know, got eyelashes. She has eyelashes. Because I blame my parents she's for not, not me not having okay. eyelashes. It's their fault. Do, do they not have any eyelashes either? No, they've both got small curly eyelashes. Small, small. Yeah. Small, small. And no, it's not that I don't have eyelashes. They just curl into. They themselves. just like curl right in. But yeah. It's rather unfortunate for you. But, um, yeah, I don't have a type, but, yeah, if they don't have, like, nice eyes, eyelashes, then I kind of... Then don't step to me, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but hi, like, as long as they're still taller than you. No, I, feel, I just, I think it's more to do with, like, like feeling friends. protected and feeling, like, for, like, you know, like, bear hugs and things like that. It's like, I don't know, like... But then, to yeah, be honest, like, if I met someone and... um. I obviously was single and he was amazing and like he was even shorter than me I, I think I passed that point where I'm like oh my god that he has to look the certain way he has to. I think that it's about how someone makes you feel yeah I think that when when you're I think it's quite obvious that I think when you're younger we are obsessed by the aesthetic of someone yeah. and I think when you I think the truth is when you grow older you kind of realise that like, like, yeah. it's just a cloak I you know, feel it's like not, it's not reality. Touch wood, because you don't know how things turn out, and I, I feel like I've become a bit of a pessimistic, anyways. Pessimist. Pessimist. Yeah, pessimist. Yeah. But um, I feel now I've not so not that I focused a lot on the aesthetics, but it was a 
prerequisite for me mm. to get in with someone. Like, I have to be... Actually, no, you have to be attracted to the person. But as in, like, he had to be good-looking or he had to be of a certain, like, um, calibre, I guess. Yeah. Whereas now, it's like... Not to say that he's not, like, a mate. Like, I think he's good-looking. I'm attracted to him. I'm really attracted to him. But... Jasmine. I didn't let my type... You know what you did, right? What did you do? A pot poo in your... She pooed in her pants. Yeah. So we have resumed after <laughs> poo in the pants gate. We're back now. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I think you're right. Like, you shouldn't let your um, preconceived like ideas of like what you like like affect. Yeah. Like, like, like new, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I relationship. I generally got to know him. So basically, wait. It was a a Tinder scenario where Miss Thing here. For I need a distraction. I need to entertain myself. Yeah. And went on to Tinder, and it just happens to be like the. I person think you, that you, I, you're one of the few people that I know that have actually ever been successful. On Tinder. Okay, you say it's successful. It's only been a year. <laughs> like, yeah, but a year is like. I mean, ten years, and then you can say it's successful. Oh yeah, marriage is successful. Yeah, right? like when I've got a ring on my finger, then yeah. But um. Because I, do you know what it is actually? I think. Sometimes it's when you, you, <laughs> sometimes I think it's when you're not looking for something and you're, there's not, there's not that much pressure. So you're, you're casual about things. Yeah. And when I say casual, I don't mean like, you know, just blase, but as in like, you're not so, um, focused on, oh, I need a man, I need to get married or whatnot. That you find true trueness, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Things can happen. Like, anything can happen. People change. Life happens. People get hit by buses. <laughs> I think it was because I went into it not really expecting anything. Yeah. Like, I, I went on Tinder. I was just like, you know, I want to distract myself and have a laugh. And <laughs> swipe left and, you know, and see what's on there. And... Um, the person I found was wasn't like ideally someone I'd chase up. Makes me sound crazy, but like um, I don't know how to explain. Like, because it's not like I, I wasn't attracted. To, I just wasn't bothered. Like, but I think it, it's very different when you have things on. You were just kind of like looking just for I wanted to take my mind yeah, yeah just try to take my mind away to, like, from looking things. for yeah. a serious relationship yeah so like whether he was like God's gift to women or not it didn't it really phase me yeah it wasn't yeah. like a requirement for me to talk to him do you understand but anyways we had a conversation and we went up and he like he turned out to be a really nice guy yeah. like a really 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 good guy and I think sometimes as well when you you take away the whole like you know oh he needs to look like this he, he needs to be you like strip all that six four he needs to have yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. size twelve feet like feet? and you you don't put the pressure of like he needs to marry me he needs to like it kind of you you generally just get to know the person yeah like, but you because that's how we went into it like as if just friends were just chilling because you, you you kind of like said before that like moving in it's sort of because obviously you weren't looking for anything serious. Like, I guess you weren't going to put up any shit, basically. Like, 
in with the next person you met because yeah, yeah. relation regardless of whether I was still like reevaluating myself. Before, I think you're kind of learning what you want, you know. Yeah, exactly. And do you think do you feel like this just the experience of this new person like kind of opened up those like sort of made you more self aware of like how much you feel that you should take with someone else, regardless of whether it's a friendship, yeah, or like, a relationship, or even like a work. Like, yeah, no, definitely. Like I feel in the bedroom and the boardroom. In the bedroom, I love yeah. that. I feel like it was self growth myself, yeah. and it was him as well. Like it's the type of person that he was that helps me realize what I need in my life, quite as well as my self growth from what I've come from. Yeah. Um, because there were still some things that I was exploring and I won't even say exploring because I was just like um, I think that it, make, it makes you realise like what you can really sort of handle within a relationship I think although like we sometimes have like, really horrible experiences we all have like we've all had that like when you're 14 or 15 and you're dating some douchebag or when you're like 27 and he's just a shit but like um, <laughs> but I think all these things I think collectively if you think about the experience and I think if you're smart you kind of collate them and it makes you realise that within a relationship whether you're a man or a woman but these are the things I can't handle can't these, handle, are, the these yeah. are the red flags like yeah and also as well like when you find someone who portrays certain things that you you require essentially and respects you and yeah yeah um when you you meet someone and they portray these characteristics and they treat you in a respectful manner like it makes you realize what you want and essentially makes you not say makes you fall in love with a person but it, it does because it's like you you see me for who I am, and you you treat me in the in a manner that you you see I require, if that makes sense. And also, I think it's it's the without having to explain explain things, exactly. Yeah, someone knows the things that you deserve. See, I always grew up, not grew up, but I always went through life, like my dating life, as in relationships you work through things. Um, and if you're not happy about something, you tell that person so they can, you know, sort themselves out or fix up and stuff like that. Whereas now I'm just like, the bare minimum, like the bare prerequisites, I shouldn't have to explain to you or tell you, you should know. And if you don't know, then that's a lost cause, essentially. That's your problem kind of thing. And I, I learned that this time. Like, unfortunately, but don't you think, it's, don't you think it's, it's so weird how, like, as human beings, like, we talk about self love, we talk about the idea of like loving ourselves so much, and I think I've fallen trapped to that as well. We all have, um, we know what we deserve, but somehow and somewhere, like, heavens help us, we allow ourselves to yeah. be demeaned or to be disrespected, and, and not even an extreme extent, but even like, but it's extreme because it's little, it's little things like. There's tiny incidents, and then when 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 you're out of a relationship that might be um, abusive or emotionally whatever, you kind of think, how did I mommy, how did I handle this? Mommy, like, yeah. like how, how did I allow how did I allow like someone to yeah essentially, but it, it doesn't necessarily always start you know as 
these big, you know, massive you know, issues. Sometimes it's it starts off with the smallest things. For instance, like I'm a big believer now. I used to be, but I kind of lost it in a sense. But even in relationships, <coughs> you should never have to compromise. Like, okay, I'm gonna sound really bad here because there has to be some level of compromising in a relationship. But when I say you shouldn't have to compromise, I mean in like your big dreams, aspirations, future. You shouldn't have to because the moment you start compromising, you're you're losing yourself essentially, and you start living a reality or a lifestyle that you never envisioned, and that might start bringing things such as resentment towards the other person. Yeah, that might bring things in such as resentment and like. You see it, people get frustrated later down the line. Oh, I never got to do this. Oh, we never travelled. Oh, we never migrated to the X, Y, and Z. Mm. And it, it leads on to other things. You start to compromise on the smaller things and then you just lose yourself completely. Yeah. And I feel like you need to kind of start big from the beginning. Yeah. Like there's certain things like you meet someone. And I know it sounds daunting, but I think some of us women, we need to put our pride aside. Yeah. And think about our futures and be like, look, this is what I want. Do you want the same things? This is what I'm willing to compromise on. This is what I'm not willing to compromise on. If not, let's go our separate ways. If so, come on, let's work on it. But that's the thing. That's for Jasmine. I feel like when when she's older and she makes a friend or she goes to work or she does finds meets a partner, I want her to know that these are things that I will not let someone do to me and these are yeah. things that I feel like out any relationship whether she's just a workplace I want to feel like I'm confident I don't want to feel like I'm being so I think it's important that they they understand their worth because although I think that like when we were younger I think our parents were more um my parents were like, don't, more, don't, don't, yeah. don't play with boys. Yeah, I think my, like, that's the same, like, African yeah. parents, like, not to generalise, but my parents, my mum was very much more, like, education, and I think yeah. there wasn't that space to talk about how Self. you were feeling and yeah. the love that you have for yourself or developing yeah. your own confidence, because I think there's an assumption that you should be confident in yourself straight away. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. It's just the assumption that this is how you should be, yeah. like, go out in the world, essentially. Yeah, just and that go was it, and have it. fun. And um, I do believe in people having experiences. Oh, it's my phone. I do believe in people having their own experiences and learning from it because you can't learn from other people's... Well, you can. But sometimes you just have to go through it yourself to, like, really understand and really just feel the passion for it. But I feel like there shouldn't be more conversations about certain things. Like in depth yeah. and not just like stay away from boys. Um, men are crap. Just giving them a long list of things that you shouldn't. <laughs> men do. just want to get in your pants. Work really hard. Work really hard. Make hard. Go to school, have a career, now go out in the world. And then when I'm like 25, I'll see where my husband is. No, but it's true. I feel like there is that thing where like, um, like I don't know, I didn't know many well adjusted 17, 18, 19 year olds. When I was young, whereas like nowadays, like there are oh, really, seventy years no, 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 but like nowadays because of the the, the the understanding of around mental health and around like confidence and around like also like <coughs> consent, like children like they know like they 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 know 
what's wrong, what's right, and they they kind of yeah. there's, there's more of an understanding, and also there's more of a, yeah. an emphasis placed on themselves. Whereas like when we were young, there wasn't that space. It was you go to school, you get good grades, you come back home, and you make sure you're home at three fifteen. Yeah, and that was it. Like as long as no, but as long as you're, you're look, for me, as long as my mum knew where I was after school or or where I was point blank and I was safe, like they were doing a really good job. And I, I'm not saying that, like, my parents did a terrible job because, like, I am a fabulous person. So, like, clearly my mum is amazing. But I, it's really important for you to be better than your parents. Yeah. And I thought, like, in terms of there's my parents... There's always room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. And I know that when Jasmine has her children, I know that there will be more room for improvement. Yeah. We, we learn. And we look back on how we were brought up and how our parents did things and... Because there's, 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 there's certain things that I look back on and was like, that was unnecessary or it could have been this way or yeah. you could have said this or, yeah. you know, just even like what I posted the other day about um, sleepovers. Like, yeah. first of all, I'm African, like, sleepovers didn't exist, like, in my household. You know, why are you going to sleep in someone else's house? Kind of same. Whereas now I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be that, do you understand because the thing is I have that and I kind of have that mentality where I don't want to don't want to keep the reins really tight but then I know that the world we live in is yeah no you're not so going to let your child sleep at anyone's house I am not house. sure how confident regardless of whether I'm your your the best friend yeah. of the girl's mum like maybe you at you I would allow Jasmine to sleep at your house without me being there but there's not many other not many people that, no it's like but then me when I was younger change. there was only one person that I could stay at the house and that was Stella and that's because my mum was friends with her <laughs> her mum literally that was it otherwise yeah she might see your mum at the school gates and stuff like that but no she's not oh. sleeping at your house because she doesn't know what you cook how you cook yeah you know, like, if you use seasoning whether like you salt seasoning, pepper or yeah, like, you not to stereotype but <laughs> not to stereotype like it's, it's little things like that or just like you know how you were saying you know the boys situation dating like Talking about dating, it was it was non-existent in my household. Like we just didn't talk about it. It went from like don't talk to boys, don't touch them, to where's your husband? It went through go out and play with Josh, and then it was like you got your period. Don't ever play with Josh. At least your parents told you to you go have out babies. From, from no, the moment like, I my mom's vagina, it was like stay away from boys. <laughs> and then she had Christy, and it was like oh, <laughs> oh that's another thing as well. Like the way my brothers being brought up compared to me, it's like complete polar opposites, the way that they treat him and like, like, let him out in the world. I guess it's with most people. Do you think even now? Yeah. Like, my mum, I wouldn't say she babies me, but she, she worries about me more than she worries about my brother. Not that she doesn't love my brother, like, she's her, my brother's her favourite child, but in a sense, like, I don't know, maybe it's because like I was the first born as well, as well as girls. So maybe it's not as simple as gender thing. But like my brother, he has a girlfriend now and she like basically quasi lives with him. Mm. Um, but it doesn't face my mum at all. But there is that thing about society where like um men and women are also treated very differently and that's like, yeah. obvious. But like women of well mothers of son, like, sons there is an understanding that he will go into the world and leave you like I like it's not like there's an understanding yeah. but I mean there's like a massive thing about yeah. it like 
you have a son and he will get married. That's like a part of someone else's yeah. family. Yeah. And African Asian families, like the moment, like it's the same as like if a woman marries. My friend, she got married, and I remember like when I was young, I was like maybe eight or nine, and her sister got married, and we went to the wedding. And like after the wedding finished, everyone was crying. And I remember thinking, this is a really beautiful day. Why is everyone so upset? And she was just like, I'm never going to see her again. She's going to move into her husband's. And now he, they are, you know, she's yeah. their daughter now. And I was like, but... And, and, and I think maybe like there is that... Even within like our society where like we're all like, you know, I think that kind of transcends. Like, yeah. That like the basics of that like idea still exists like, yeah definitely like I, I get why my mum's like that like, don't get me wrong like she ba- not babies I have to take that word but like checks up on me more often like is, I say more closer like she she worries about me more as opposed to my brother and it's true what you're saying you're not in the naughty corner you're not corner. in the naughty corner naughty corners you're by the brew but yeah Maya's in the naughty corner by, by just being the scaring Soraya. But um, like yeah, in my culture, like my mum's always said, like when you have daughters, they're the ones that give you your grandchildren because when your son have a grandchild, that will be his wife's family's grandchild. You won't be as close as that grandchild as you are. But like when I talk about like differences, Soraya, she's not touching anything. Soraya, 